0: Good morning. If you haven't already, it's a great time to come on in and take a seat. Uh, Welcome to everybody. Thank you for being here. Uh, So over the last year and a half, I know it's kind of a trope, but uh, really come to an understanding that as humans we are very relational and there is just a certain joy in being together. And I thank you for being here this morning to share in the joy of being together in the presence of God. Uh, If you're joining us by uh, one of our uh, remote options, then uh, welcome as well. I'm glad that you could join us. I look forward to, uh, to uh, being with you personally soon. Uh, a few notes. Uh, if you didn't on the way in, grab a carrying and Sharing on the way out. Uh, in there, you'll find lots of things in the life of a church that you want to know about. Also, if, uh, if you're remote or you're at home or otherwise, you can always go on to our website, uh, ljchurch.org, and there is lots of information there, lots of resources there for you as well. Uh, as we start our service this morning, uh, take, uh, we're still doing the, uh, the contactless giving and the individual communion cups. So on the communion cups, make sure you pick one of those up or go get one soon before we get to that part of the service. Uh, for the contactless giving, uh, several options available for you. Uh, you can always set that up in advance and have a, a, a ongoing recurring payment. Uh, the, the QR code that you see on the screen that's also in the carrying and sharing, and also you can go into the, uh, the website and there's provisions for contactless giving there. Uh, so some of the announcements that I would like to hit with you this morning, uh, the May uh, mission emphasis is uh, Andrew, Banjarnahar and the Indonesian Church of Christ uh, continue to be in prayer for the success of that mission. Uh, kicking off this week on Wednesday, June second, uh, the kids in the Corral summer program is going to be great. You're going to, if you have kids, if you know kids, you want to get those kids and you want to be here with them and experience the joy of that, of that kickoff. Also, uh, this Sunday we the adult Bible class was reverted to a. Uh, to a uh, scripture study but next sunday june the 6th we're back on our opening doors to service uh the emphasis for that uh class will be missions. we have just a few more of those opening door services so uh really have enjoyed those and I, I hope you would come and, and and learn about those uh ministries of the church uh, the baby bottle boomerang is continuing. Uh, I believe it goes until Father's Day. There's bottles in the foyer. Of course, that uh, is in support of the Pregnancy Help Center. Uh, if you haven't met them yet, our, our interns are here for the summer. Uh, Kyle Cunningham and
1: uh,
0: Aaron Hudson. <laughs> so I freaked out because your name was cut off, and I was like, I would have known it, except it got cut off, and then I just forgot it. <laughs> I went blank when I saw my sheet is not right. <laughs> uh, also, a good opportunity for you if you look in the Caring and Sharing, and I'm sure it's online as well, there's a uh, where you can sign up to, have a, to provide or have a meal with each of the interns, and that's a, that's a really good opportunity for you. You don't want to miss that. Also, upcoming uh, June 6th, uh, there is a couple's wedding shower. So I'm interpreting that A couple's wedding shower is men and women both will be there. And men, you don't want to miss one of those. I'm telling you, it's going to be great uh, for Lindsay Arthur and Jacob Gibson, uh, June 6th. Uh, with that, I think I'm done with the announcement. So if y'all would rise and join in song.
2: Good morning. Majesty,
1: worship His Majesty. Unto.
2: at this time we'd like to ask all the the uh, kids to come forward to um, put their um, contributions in for our kids gift and afterwards there's no um, praise kids today there is stage two nursery and there's limitless kids so if you're involved in either of those drop your um, your gift in the pail and then head head on back Let's continue our praise.
1: Joyful, joyful we are thee, God
3: you pray with me this morning? Dear God, thank you for this day and for the opportunity to gather and worship. Lord, we ask that you would uh, be with us this morning, fill us with uh, our hearts with joy and praise for you. Lord, we ask that you would um, particularly uh, help us to remember those who have given their lives in uh, service to their country uh, this weekend. Lord, we thank you that we live in a country that That honors that commitment. And um, Lord, we pray that uh, we pray for peace in the world, that fewer people will be uh, called upon to make that level of sacrifice. We pray that you'll protect those who currently serve, uh, keep them from harm, draw them close to you. Lord, we ask that you would um, help us to be willing to live our life in service to others. Most of us aren't called to give up our lives, but we have so many opportunities to give. For those around us. Lord, help us to, to be open to that. Help us to follow your leading in that. Lord, we thank you for the, the work that goes on that's supported throughout the world by this church. We, we pray especially for uh, Andrew Bonjarnahar this month. Uh, we thank you for his long period of faithful service to you and the work that he's been doing there in Indonesia. We ask that you would continue to bless him and his, uh, his efforts there and that you will encourage him in that as he uh, serves you. Lord, again, we thank you for the opportunity to worship together. We ask that you would um, touch our hearts and draw us close to you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen.
4: What do I have here, declares the Lord, for my people have been taken away for nothing, and those who rule them mock, declares the Lord, and all day long my name is constantly blasphemed, therefore my people will know my name, therefore in that day they will know that it is I who foretold it, yes, it is I. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns.
2: Please stand as we uh, sing this song before Peter will bring us this lesson this morning. (laughs) You
1: unravel me with a man So I could walk right through it My fears are drowned in perfect love You rescued me and I will stand and sing I am a child of God I am a child
5: Good morning, everyone. I'm going to read some names to you. They may be familiar to you, they may not. Troy Cummings, Calvin Reed, J.T. McClung, H.D. Smith, F.R. Petty, Nelson Stark, James Rushing. And then the list continues. Wilson Dowell, Harvey Piglet, Grady Rasco, DB Rambo, Oral Farris, Sanford Thompson, Charles Monroe, Roy Smith, Jerry Mays, Cliff Allen, Johnny Lehman, Joe Talbot, Jewel Bourne, Wayford English, Bill Knight, Ron McDaniel, Jim Carl, David if I say his name wrong, I apologize. Bertemeyer, Roger Thompson, Don Kelly, Ron White, Charles Garrett, Frank Hittle, Tom Wenzel, Joe Hairston, Robin Lee, and Bob Long. Some of these names may start sounding familiar to you. F.R. Petty, Flavel Yately Sr., Hank Tankersley, Stan Ship. Clifton Rogers, Derry Montgomery, Homer Anderson, Randy Moody, Chris Benjamin, Chris Workman, David Ingram, Charles Boren, Charles Porter, Charles Wilson, Derry Clark, Chris Hatchett, David Moses, uh, Stephen Corbett, Scott Metters, Hoss Ridgeway, Cole Montgomery, Kurt Duns, uh, A.G. Fideroa, Cliff Allen. Some of these names may be familiar to you. Some of them, you may have no clue who they are, especially the first name I read, Troy Cummings. These are names of leaders of this congregation from its birth, from its conception. Troy Cummings brought brought some people together. There were eight that met that day and started this church. These are just some of the men that have led this church to where we are today, and I know Memorial Day is about honoring those who have served and who have lost their lives while serving, but I think it would be wrong for us to ignore those who have served in the kingdom and have given their lives to serving and died being faithful to Christ. Like I said, these are names that were given from the very beginning, starting in March 5th, 1944, when this church was founded. Since then, we have, we've got more people that are currently leading, uh, our missionaries, Andrew Banjarnahor, who we're uh, recognizing this month as our missionary of the month, Shelley Bryant, Jean-Baptiste Cherie, Joaquin Reyes-Para, and Lindsay Phillips. And our current elders, Craig Nesbitt, Jerry Miller, Randy Moore, Jeff Pouls, David Day, Kevin Hunter, and Darryl McBrayer. And our staff, Alan Ritchie, myself, and I'd be wrong to ignore those who actually do the hard work of the office, Cindy Yates, Jamie Day, Beth Pan, and Ronnie Mullins. They're the ones that keep everything running smoothly. You see, the church is nothing when we don't have people acting, when people do, when people go. And I'll be the first to admit, this list, as long as it may be, is completely incomplete. We cannot name enough people who actually have led in our church, and these are just Men, and I just admitted, I just said the uh, office staff as well, this does not include the women. And in my six and a half years here, I I cannot help but include people like Joanne Taylor, Juana Cox, Helen Brown, Martha Wenzel, Shirley Eves, and many, many more. All of these people have had a huge impact on this congregation. Every one of them. And as I said, the list is so incomplete. It is impossible for me with my limited time here. And perhaps some of you older folks with the same issue as me, memory loss. uh, we, We just can't fill the whole list. And so tomorrow is Memorial Day. Where we as a country recognize... Those who have given their lives fighting for this country. But I do think it's important that we recognize those who have given their lives to serving the church. So often we focus on the missions of the church. In fact, that's what we're doing in our Bible class, our Sunday morning Bible class. We're recognizing the missions, the ministries we're focused on. Uh, Next week is missions, so let me encourage you to be there for that and hear about the works that we're supporting. But we focus on all these missions, and yet we forget that we are a mission field. We forget that Lake Jackson is a mission field. Clute, Richwood, Angleton, wherever you're from, Danbury, those way up there. we are living in a mission field. Missions is not just overseas. Missions is not just those, we'll, we'll send those who want to go. Missions starts in your home. Missions starts with your parents, your siblings, your children, your grandchildren, wherever you are in your stage of life. Mission starts there. It has to start there when I asked Alan if what he wanted me to preach on this morning I thought he was going to tell me just pick up from Romans uh, we've just come to the end of chapter 8 which by the way is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible um, I was excited I was ready all right let's hit chapter 9 and he said no we'll we'll wait on that unless you want to do 9 10 and 11 I'm like oh nope no, not, not Today, thank you. Um, he said, "Preach whatever you want; it's it's up to you." So I asked some friends, "Hey, I'm, there are 66 books in the Bible. What what do I pick?" And they said, "Preach on what you're passionate about." And so that's what I'm doing this morning. I'm preaching about what I'm passionate about, and I love missions. Growing up, I, I we we always had people in our house. We always have people from all over the world uh, staying with us. Uh, we were the lead contact for the church in Bristol and it was just really neat um, having so many connections. Growing up, I'd always heard the stories of when my family lived over here uh, in West Monroe, Louisiana, as my, p- my dad went through the uh, Whites Ferry Road School of Biblical Studies. And we've always had these connections with Americans and wherever, just people come visit, have dinner, whatever. And our home was always open to whoever needed to come. We didn't always have the means for it, but God always provided. And that was something that was really cool. Now I'm looking back, I get to see that. I get to see, how did we even do this? We couldn't, and God did. And that was so cool. And so I'm gonna read from, let me get my thoughts right. I've come off off script a little bit. Missions really starts in Matthew chapter 28. And we'll read the last few verses there. It says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. This is Jesus speaking. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is such an important scripture. Because without this, Acts and everything else couldn't have happened. If Jesus just said, All right, y'all, you, you stay there and I'll bring everybody to you. Okay, it worked for Noah. I get that. Um, but, but that's not the way humans work. Uh, we have to go, we have to build relationships, we have to work with the people. And it says, Go. Go into all the world and preach. I've seen this sign on, on many church buildings uh, or in their parking lots, and I, I think it's a really cool sign. You are now entering the mission field. This is your, this is your harbor. This is your place of rest. This is where you come to, to refuel and perhaps get ready for the week ahead. But as soon as you step out of those doors, you're in a mission field. And I think we so often forget that home is a mission field. Whatever we consider home is our mission field. I think so often we think, um, well, that's the job of the preacher, the the youth minister. the, The paid ones, that's their job to go and do. Before I decided way before I even considered youth ministry to be my career uh, or church work as a whole. um, I knew church was always going to be a part of my life. I just never realized how much of a part of my life, if that makes sense. When I was 17, I was working for an accident and repair center uh, in Bristol. Uh, my brother-in-law got me into the job, I started off as just an office junior learning how to work in the office. They really wanted me to help organize the office. And I apparently I did myself out of a job uh, because the office became so organized they didn't need me anymore. And so they moved me to the repair center, the, to the parts department. And so there I am working with all these mechanics there. You've heard language of mechanics, right? And they they can be up there with the the sailors and everybody else um and and these mechanics they their language was mechanical <laughs> um and so you know uh, here i am this 17 year old boy um just got moved into a very uncomfortable position it was cold in the office especially in the winter um the the doors were one of those swing door things um we had all the parts on th- one side of the office, and just Andy and I shared um, two desks next to each other. And Andy said to me one time, there's something different about you. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something different about you. Same shirt, same, I, I don't know what it is. Not got the haircut yet. Um, and so it was a few days later. Conversation had already been forgotten. He said, I know what it is you know what you don't swear yeah okay and so just me not using language like everybody else made me stand out and he said why why don't you swear like everybody else well i don't see the point um god told me that's not something we should be doing you know i want to set an example i'm a christian this is what i i It's the way I was raised. And I tell you this story not so I get a pat on the back. That's not the point. The purpose of the story is you don't have to be a preacher to stand out. You don't have to be full-time ministry to minister. Whether you're watching online or in here, most of you have never held a full-time ministry position. And that does not exclude you from ministering. It does not stop you from, from stepping out and building relationships with your neighbors, your friends, the checkout clerk. Um, it doesn't stop you from being Jesus to these people and building an, enough of a relationship that they see something different about you. They see something is better about you. Matthew twenty-eight tells us to go and make disciples. This command is for you and for me. Sorry, the magnet's holding my papers. Here we go. This command is for you and me. It doesn't say once you've when you become a preacher, when you become a full time minister, you can go. It doesn't say, uh, once you've had several years of experience, you should then think about looking for opportunities to, to maybe let a little bit of light of Jesus shine through you. It doesn't say, send somebody willing to go overseas and let them do the work. No. This command is for you and I. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your skin color. It doesn't matter your gender, your experience, any of your background. This command says, go. You have no excuse. Go. That's why it's called the Great Commission. It's great because it's powerful. It's amazing. It does amazing things. And it's for everyone. And it's a commission because you are being sent. And so I am sending you, Lake Jackson, into this community, into your workplace, into your family, go. Missions isn't just about sending overseas, it's about living it here and now. I don't know if you've ever considered Lake Jackson area, uh, and I've got a I keep saying Lake Jackson because that's where this church building is, but I know you're not all in Lake Jackson. We even have some weird ones from West Columbia. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever considered your neighborhood to be a mission field. For many here, it is home, and mission fields are overseas. It's our children's homes, those that we support. Have you ever considered me to be a missionary because I'm not from around here? Perhaps I've been sent and you just didn't know it. I don't know. But we've all, if you think about it, the the song, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. This world isn't our home. We're not from here. And we're not going to be staying here. So minister while you are here. Garrett read from us the story, uh, the, sorry, the passage from Isaiah 52. And it's somewhat repeated in uh, Romans chapter 10. Uh, starting in verse uh, 9. It says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe it in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Remember, it's with your mouth you are professing. You are preaching Jesus in what you say. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to to shame, for there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. This text tells us that there is no difference between you or I. This side of the congregation or this side of the congregation or that side uh, online and in the balcony. There is no difference. Everyone who tolls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And then it goes on to say, how can people know if they are not told? And how can people tell if they are not sent? Church, for years before I got here, This congregation has been known for its missions. And when we were sending mission groups, and Joe Talbot, I wish he was here to be able to tell all the stories, this church boomed. It grew, and it was tighter than ever, and it was amazing from what I hear. If we stop sending, if we stop going ourselves, the way the way our culture is going today this church will die and that's a wake up call for every one of you if we do not go this church will die the the way um trends have shown uh older generations uh people would leave church when they were They would go to church for Bible class and that sort of thing. They would go to college and often kind of do their own thing. When they started having their own kids, they would start coming back and bringing their families, and then they would stay. Trends are showing that people are leaving the church, even if they're going to Bible class, and they are not returning. They are not coming back. Even when they have their own kids, they are not coming back. And y'all, that's not good enough. It is our job to reach them and show them that we have something that they need. Jesus. I want to see this church boom again. I want to see these seats completely filled. Who cares about COVID? We have Jesus. Okay, that might have gone too far. Okay. Um, (laughs) I want these seats to be filled. I want new people in here. I want to see Jesus working in our community. So when we go to Walmart and somebody says, hey, what do you know about the Church of Christ? Oh, you want to be a part of that. Not, who's that? Which one is that? Is that on Church Row? Uh, Which one is it? We need to stand out. And to do that, it takes you takes every one of you we have no excuse to get up from here and go to lunch and and not share the good news of Jesus whether you are waited on by uh, somebody in the restaurant or whether you go to your um, go to the grocery store and you have your bags packed or whatever be Jesus look for opportunities to share what he has done in your life uh, Second Timothy, uh, starting in verse 7. Um, I didn't write in my own notes which uh, chapter. Anyway, it says, for the, of God d- for the Spirit of God gave us... Sorry. Do I have that on here? No? Okay. Um, for the Spirit of God gave us, um, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and dis- uh, discipline... So do not be ashamed of the testimony by the. Sorry. Do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He saved us and has called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, because of his own. Sorry. let me make it a little bitter this way I can oh it is up there okay Uh, verse eight so do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me his prisoner rather join me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God he has saved us and called us to a holy life not because of anything we have done but because of his own purpose and grace this grace was given us in jesus in christ jesus before and the beginning of sorry i missed that last line of time thank you but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our savior christ jesus who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel and of this gospel i was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher that's why i'm suffering as i am yet not yet this is no cause for shame because uh, i know whom i have believed and i am convinced that he is able to guard what i have entrusted him to do so entrusted him until that day what you heard from me keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus Thank you for that, AV team. You're awesome. For the Spirit of God does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. We have no reason to be ashamed of whose we are. We have no reason to not preach the gospel and as one of those philosophers said, preach the word, and if possible, if needed, use words. Right? We have no reason to ignore the Great Commission. It is great because it's so important. It is great because He is with us. And He does not make us timid, but rather He gives us love power, and self-discipline, and he pours out his purpose on us all. Now, the names I read at the very beginning of this lesson them something, and they joined in something great by being leaders and innovators of this body. Don't just be a Sunday morning seat warmer, or a number that we count each week. Come to our Bible classes and learn for sure. And the sermons are awesome when Alan's speaking. But use these as an additional fire to your own study and what you're doing in your day-to-day life. If you don't go, like I said, this church will die. The way, and you can look at any of the researches, people are not willingly going to church if they are not brought in. People are not researching for themselves. My mom, she, she's one of my heroes, one of my greatest heroes, and she studied the Bible. She knew some, there was more about life than just living And so she started reading the Bible and started asking questions. And she came to faith on her own. People are not doing that these days. They're turning to social media. They're turning to the news. They're turning to anything but God. And that is why we have to go. You have to commit to knowing each other here. Bringing people in and reaching out all at the same time you are not too old you are not too young you do not uh, you do know en- enough and you are able to use whatever gifts god has blessed you with god made you who you are and puts you in places that no others can go those of you who work for dow or in school system or whatever i cannot go to dow and i cannot just start talking to somebody i think i'd be arrested you have places that I cannot go to. You have places that other people in this room cannot go to. You have to reach those that no one else can. Go, and He will always be with you. Go. There are opportunities for you to reach out to the people around you and uh, there around your world. Uh, There are many opportunities for you to reach out to the congregation here uh, with the ministries we have. You don't have to be a teacher, but you can be. You might not know how to work with people of different needs, but you can learn. You might not like certain ages, but you can always make a difference. If you wish to respond to anything said this morning, if you wish to accept the challenge and go always... let me encourage you to do so. I I titled this Always because Go is such a a common name for sermons like this. But I wanted to leave you with something positive. Not just Go, but the promise that comes with it. Surely I am with you always to the end of the age. We have no need to fear. We have no need to, to question God is with us always when we are going. And so if there is any, any response to anything this morning, if you feel challenged to get up and go, the doors are right there. You don't have to come forward. If you feel God's presence, go. If you want to, but you don't know where to begin, let me encourage you to reach out to the elders, uh, the people around you, to ask, how do I do this? How do I step out? How do I go? And if you are at home, you can reach out through the text number there, 979 217 and ask, how do I do this? I want to be a part of something great I want to be a part of something amazing. I want to be a part where I can see God moving in my life and changing the world around me. I do want to encourage you to go and do and live out the Great Commission. Be the light in the darkness. Be that city on a hill that cannot be hidden. And surely, I am with you always, to the very end of the age. Let's stand and sing.
2: You are my strength when I am weak.
1: You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all. You are yeah. my own. All-
2: seated. At this time, um, kids are returning from um, Limitless Kids, and also it's a great time if you have a child in Stage 2 nursery to go back and pick them up. You'll have plenty of time with this next song to get back in here in time for the, the Lord's Supper.
1: Like I come give.
6: So tomorrow, we'll be celebrating Memorial Day, And um, Peter mentioned earlier as well. Unfortunately, this holiday to a lot of people has lost its true meaning. It's become a day of going to the beach, barbecuing. It's become a, quote, long weekend. Without the thought back to the true meaning of this holiday, remembering those that served this great country in the military and the life that they gave for it. In John 15, 12 and 13, Jesus said, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. We gather here each week to remember the love that God had for us, that he would send his son into this world, not to condemn the world, but that through him we would be saved. I'd ask if you would now take your your bread and go ahead and, Pull it out with me and grab hold of it there. Jesus gave us this memorial with the bread and with the cup to remember him each Sunday when we gather together. He gave us this bread to represent his broken body on the cross, and he gave us the cup that that we'll take shortly to represent his blood that was shed on the cross to cover our sins. Remember, greater love has no one than this, that he'd lay his life down for his friends. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for the gift that you've given to us, that you would send your son to die on the cross and that his broken body would be represented by this bread. And we thank you for this opportunity that we have to come together each week and to gather together and to remember this. Be with us now as we take. In Jesus' name we pray.
4: I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me.
6: Father, again, we thank you for your love for us that you would send your Son, and we thank you for this cup that you've given to us to represent your blood that was shed on the cross to cover our sins. Be with us now as we partake of it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
4: In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes.
6: I'd like to now give thanks for the um, offering and we're, we're very, very blessed um, in this congregation for your contributions and the, the contributions and how they go to support the local um, work here and also the missions as, as Peter mentioned the work that we do outside of this community around the world but also in this community so let's go to our Father in prayer now Father we thank you so much for the many blessings that you've given to us we thank you for our abilities and the things that we can do we thank you for how you blessed us with our contributions as well. We pray that you will be with these. We pray that you'll help them to further your work here in Lake Jackson and around the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
5: Sorry, you're not done with me yet. Lisa and I have been blessed to, for the last six and a half years plus, uh, to call Lake Jackson Church of Christ our church home. We are thankful for the memories, friendships, especially of those who have become like family to us, and of course, for the youth group Uh, we've been able to work with over the last several years. I want to let you know, and I thought it'd be right coming from me, than the elders, that June 30th will be my last day uh, working with this church as agreed upon with the elders. I spoke with the youth group at the end of Bible class this morning uh, to tell them, those who were able to be there this morning. um, Our family will be moving to Tennessee, where I have accepted a youth position. And at this time, we do believe this is where we've been called to. And we will be close to family as well um, on that note. On behalf of Lisa, Zoe, and myself, uh, we want to thank this church and its leadership for the past six and a half years, uh, where we've been able to learn, grow, sorry, I'm going to do this, and where you've been a huge part of our lives. We love this congregation very much, and we, we truly want the best for each one of you. And that's why I preached, go. I want to see this church do well, because this is my great commission to you, I guess. We will be here for another month, um, but we will miss you all. This place will always have a special place in our hearts. Thank you.
4: I think we're all gonna want to thank Peter for all the work he has done here. You know, he's been here since October of 2014. Things looked a lot different back then. You were sitting in wooden pews back then. And and, uh, but you know, we all love Peter and and Lisa and and Zoe, and we wish them the best in in their new chapter in their life here. And I think you ought to ask Peter about his his feet, ask him to show him. his beautiful feet that he talks about you know in uh, Romans ten fifteen there as he goes forward to preach the good news there, so I want to welcome everyone here at, at the church building again and and uh, thank you for being here and those that are uh, watching this through the internet. I want to encourage everybody to to read their caring and sharing uh, there's additional announcements in there and stuff, we we don't have the time to go through them all, so make sure you look at that and and see what else is in there. Um, I did want to mention again here, Craig has uh, gone over most of the announcements, but on this Wednesday I have it, uh, the kids in the corral will be here, or that will be here on Wednesday night at 6.30, and I have it by good authority that there will be uh, spiral cut hot dogs there, so you know, there's probably going to be double the people there. So we need a, a lot of volunteers for that. So make sure you see Jamie and, and, and volunteer to help on that. Uh, I also want to make sure that uh, everyone knows that we've, we've gone through a year. We haven't had any potlucks here at the church building uh, because of the pandemic. And, and we're, that's going to change here shortly on, on June 13th, Sunday, June 13th. We're going to be special. We're going to have a, a potluck here. And we want to encourage everyone to make a special effort to be here at that time if you can. And um, if you're you're uncomfortable in, in doing that, uh let let somebody know and, and maybe we can address your concerns. But uh it is, will be special because it's gonna be the first potluck we've had here since you know in over a year. You know, on Monday we are recognizing those who have sacrificed uh their lives for our freedoms here as a country, and we are asked to sacrifice, to do a living sacrifice here, and I'd like to read Romans 12, 1 through 3 here um, before I pray. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Shall we pray? Father, we come before you humbly and recognize you as Creator of all things. We thank you for the love that you have demonstrated to us. We ask that you be with Peter, Lisa, and Zoe. Watch over them and bless them. Make clear to them the plan that you have for them in this new chapter of their lives and let them be successful. We would also like to lift up the names of those who are on our prayer list. We ask you apply your healing hand and your comforting hand. And Father, help us give our lives to you as a living sacrifice and let us know what your will is for us. We ask you to bless us and keep us Let your face shine upon us and be gracious to us and look upon us kindly and give us peace. We thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. And it's in his name we pray. Amen.
2: Please be standing as we close out with a song. Lord the
1: light of your love is shining in the midst of the darkness shining jesus light of the world shine upon us set us free by the truth you now bring us shine on me shine Bye. By the blood I may enter your brightness. Search me, try me, consume all my darkness, shine.